0: Good morning, Spurs fans. Welcome to our debut "All oh When the Spurs" podcast uh, for Football London. My name is Tom Marshall Bailey. I'm the editor, and I'll be presenting this morning. With me is Alasdair Gold, our Spurs writer. Good morning, Alasdair. Good morning, you And also Kevin Byrne, our transfers editor. Will be keeping a close eye on everything that's going on on deadline day, won't you, Kev? I
1: oh, will. Yeah. Good morning, everyone.
0: Brilliant, um, Alasdair. I guess there's no sort of better place to start than than with deadline day. What? <laughs> I guess, I, yeah, I, 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 it's it's a difficult one with Spurs today really isn't it, I, I, you wouldn't expect much business, there, there aren't really many obvious areas in the squad where you'd imagine they need to strengthen really
2: No, we kind of got a little bit excited at the press conference because uh, Pochettino started talking about well you know we're open to a, like a, a special transfer happening So I thought I'd follow that up, and I asked him, you know, well, you said the other day it was one percent chance of a of a big transfer happening, you know, or a transfer happening. Uh, What's that now? And he kind of just chuckled at me and said zero point zero one percent. So yeah, the likelihood today of a transfer is yeah, it's not great according to Maurizio. So uh, which is a strange one because Spurs kind of do have this historical thing of being deadline day kind of bargain hunters, you know, Daniel Levy looking for a last minute deal. I only heard the, I think it was yesterday, about Harry Redknapp saying about how he'd, uh, he wasn't planning to sign anyone one window and then suddenly uh, Levy rang up with a saying that he could possibly get Charlie Adam in at the last minute. Never happened, but that is a, that's a typical kind of Spurs thing. But no, it sounds like it's going to be a quiet one, maybe just more departures
1: today than the younger players, more than arrivals. When, no. do, you, do you not think that's a sign of how far Spurs have come? that there's now there's a settled squad you've got the likes of you know Christian Eriksen Harry Kane Eric Dyer Deli Ali. all these guys are under the age of 25 you've got the core that you want to be playing with for the next five ten years
2: I think so I think so and that's kind of summed up in all the recent I mean the contract renewals have almost been like our signings this season that's so many I mean such a runner he was even asked yesterday uh, Pochettino about whether there was going to be another one like today, as if you know, a contracts <laughs> on deadline day was our big move, uh, and he kind of he kind of speculated a little bit around Lamella, and but that sounds more maybe like a, a summer deal for Lamella. But uh, yeah, maybe it is. We We've uh, I suppose have come on so far, have this core of young players. Where would you improve? You know, the defense is so strong. You've still got Jan Vertonghen to come back. Midfield, you've got Lamella to, still to come back as well. Uh, and up front, obviously, is Harry Kane and. Uh, Vincent Janssen who uh, I still believe will come good he will come good
0: That seems to me to be one of I I think the forward areas still seem to me somewhere where there is potential for improvement I I must confess on Saturday I thought um, Nkudu looked a little bit off colour Mm. starting against Wickham I I didn't feel like it it properly functioned until Ali kind of steps off the bench but conversely you look at the full backs at the moment and think if, if Rose or Walker were to get a, as brilliant as they've been, mm-hmm. if Eva were to get an injury, the fullbacks can just step in and do the same job. Central midfield, it seems to be similar. So you can almost sympathise with Pochettino a little bit, can't you, in, in the, this constant clamour for new signings. And yet you, you look around the squad and think, well, you know, like success in would obviously be someone that you you'd be thinking about for the future but mm-hmm. there doesn't seem an immediate fix really
2: oh, yeah. Ryan on he's a perfect Pochettino signing he is a young player Wasn't he? he's not even 17 yet um, the kind of guy that Pochettino could uh, develop bring on wouldn't be rushed into the first team but he'd know that he'd have a manager that could bring him through when the time was right as he's done with so many others obviously future England international that's kind of his MO Pochettino is making these players but no you're quite right in terms of um, it's it's just the striking position, and obviously I've got, also got a backup in Kudu. Just give him a little bit of an excuse. Apparently he had a knee injury, which uh, affected his performance. Although some would say it's affected a few of his performances in the past as well. Um, but yeah, the other problem that also he has as well, Pochettino, is when you're going out looking for a new striker, how do you sell that deal to a new striker? Oh yeah, by the way, you'd come in to be backup to Harry Kane. You know, it's, it's, uh, you've got someone out uh, at Jensen who's going to develop... Is happy to play second fiddle at the moment. Learn the game, adjust, settle. You're not going to bring in a superstar striker because he's not the kind of manager who plays with two strikers. And you've got Dilly Ali, who essentially is a second striker. <laughs> That's exactly
0: it. I mean, I mean, I don't know what you think, Kev, but obviously Spurs had the, the fingers burnt a little bit in the in the summer with the kind of eleventh hour, last gasp dash to get Moussa Sissoko in, and that 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 moves kind of. Been a mixed one, I think it's fair to say. Is there necessarily, you know, there's not always guaranteed success really, is it, behind the deadline day signing?
1: Uh, no, I, there's no guaranteed success in anything really. And I think if Spurs don't do anything this month, I think that will be a sign of maturity. Or maybe that Pochettino's had a word with Levy and said, look, we don't need to buy for the sake of buying which is what Sissoka felt like. It was a weird one when it was rumored to start happening, and I remember saying to some of my friends that I think it will, but it's not for the right reasons. Um, it's he's not really done anything for Spurs of note besides cost them a bit of money, and it's it's kind of the same in one of the big rumors going around at the moment is that Spurs are in for uh, Wilfred Zaha for twenty five million. Which is just an utterly bizarre rumor, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I think Spurs could do with strengthening on the wings a bit, but it's not, you know, a a very pressing need, and it's not something that you is so bad that you need to spend twenty five million on someone like Zaha. Um, He would he be a good signing for them? Sure, if it came through at about twelve, but twenty five.
0: Just just on Zaha as well. The the formation that has implemented recently. Exactly. How would he fit into that? When you've got the two positions, you know, akin to what Chelsea are doing with yeah. their two off off the striker playing off Kane. <clears throat> Excuse me. It, it seemed to work really well. Zahar is obviously the epitome of a you know a direct, fast, skillful winger. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't necessarily appear to fit into that lineup.
2: Well, well, two of the best wingers in the Premier League this season are Kyle Walker and Danny Rose. It's, they just essentially are. That's how, I mean, to be honest, even when he was playing four at the back, they were playing so high up the pitch, they were essentially winners. And now in this kind of 3-4-3 formation, they are getting so far up the pitch. I've seen kind of stills uh, they've shown the team in sometimes when they're kind of mid-action. They are, at times, advanced of Harry Kane, Walker and Rose, which, yeah, I mean, Zaha would be another... Very good player. Whether he's got the end product for twenty five million is another thing for me. But (laughs) you know, you're paying a lot of money like Sassoka for another player that comes into your squad rather than your first team. And it just seems with a new stadium to build, would you really want to spend that sort of money on a squad player?
0: Do you think the the Jay Rodriguez link makes a bit more sense, given that obviously as you said it's it's a difficult sell to go to a striker and say well you're not going to get in ahead mm. of harry kane there are only a select um, you know number of strikers you'd consider to be real definite upgrades on kane mm. particularly in the premier league um d- does Jay rodriguez make a bit of sense in that there's a relationship with Pochettino? obviously he's a striker that's still working his way back to full fitness so it'd be a good opportunity for him to kind of you know be kind of a, a bit of an impact sub, I guess. That that's the kind of game he has, you know, um, tallies with that too. But equally is there also a bit of a gamble given given his injury record.
1: Well, I think to be honest with you, I think Jerry Rodriguez is probably if you're a Spurs fan, the ideal signing you want to see. He's a he's a good player, he's got a lot of upside, he's coming off injuries. So he he'll want he'll be hungry for action. He'll want to get in the team, but he'll also have spent so much time off that he will understand that he needs to be eased back in. He'll be happy to learn from someone like Kane, who, you know, is obviously a very good striker. is doing very well for for Spurs and England. And if if you are Jay Rodriguez, he's the exact kind of player that you want to learn from. He's got the history with Pochettino, like you said, and it's actually one of the only moves that's being mooted at the moment that makes a lot of sense. I'm not sure how much sense it makes for Southampton, but you know, if the money's right, the money's right. It's a move that I think, just as a football fan, I would like to see. I think it could benefit Rodriguez and Spurs hugely.
0: But then also, Alasdair, there, you've got, you know, Gabbiardini is supposedly close to moving to Southampton, so it does it does suggest that it could, it could pay it could pave it it could it could
2: it could and there is no understating how much. Uh, Pochettino and Rodriguez love each other they absolutely (laughs) honestly uh, they're always um, Pochettino's always talking about texting him he texted him throughout his injury kind of checking up on him and Rodriguez has you know already said that Pochettino was his greatest manager which is obviously wonderful for Claude Paul to hear (laughs) but Yeah, it's it, it does make sense and he would be, again, another great squad addition. I'd maybe say, you know, the similarities with someone like Hoang uh, Ho- Min Son, who is that kind of player that can play behind the striker and as a not quite as effective striker, you know, is that too similar? And Son's got 12 goals this season, which for him is probably, well, it's certainly the best at Spurs. Would Rodriguez really fit in that with Lamella coming back? Ericsson, Ali, it's it's a tough gig to kind of break ahead of people.
1: Do you think Lamella will come back? He will. He will. He started running. Um, Well, I I don't mean from injury, but I mean to Spurs. There are a lot of rumours with him going back to Roma.
2: I think so. I think he's another player that is, a, is a, one of Pochettino's trusted players. I think he sets the tone for Spurs as well when he plays. He's one of those where I think absence might make the heart grow fonder with some of the fans as well. I think he's... Yeah, I mean, he's only young. I think he's 24 still, Eric. So um, I think it did sound like they were talking about maybe signing him signing him up to a new contract in the summer as well. I don't, I don't think he's, he's going anywhere.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not so sure. To be honest with you... He's kind of got this tag of being along with Soldado, those kind of the big money post-bail signings. And I just... You don't feel like he's ever fully settled in or lived up to that price tag. And I think that price tag is still weighing on him. And I think he could... For him personally, I think he could do with getting out of London and going you know, back to, to Rome where he had... Had played so well, so he's already done that for last month. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Though he 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 spends some time off injured, and what does he do? He leaves. I don't think he's settled. And you know, it it depends on whether or not Spurs want to keep him. He's under contract, like he can't force anything. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him leave in the summer.
0: I guess it boils down to the formation a little bit as well, doesn't it? In that, obviously, he you know on paper you'd expect him to be kind of fit into one of those two roles off of Kane, Mm. and that he's you know good at coming in off the flank and operating centrally but he did kind of flourish mainly last season for Spurs when it was more of more of a 3 behind Kane so
2: you know he did he did although i would say his favored position is that number 10 role that was uh, that was one he always used to play apparently for River Plate and and that that's the beauty of this formation it, it does allow you two number 10s
1: yeah i mean you can tell two people that they're playing number 10 it allows you to tell them that they're doing this, but you can't really do that on the pitch at the same time. Like, Ali is so dynamic. You really don't want to, you know, curb that just to feed someone else's ego. I think it's very clear if you had to keep one of them who you would keep. You know, I'd, I, I'm i not convinced about Lamela, just generally. So... I don't know. I'm not the manager, so. But <laughs> yeah.
2: well, he was one of Spurs' best players last season. Yeah. You know, yeah Assists and no, no. goals wise, I think. I think the thing with Lamella, and you kind of touched upon it, is that he be, he's become a very good Premier League player. Yeah. But there's potential there to be a fantastic Premier League player. Probably yes. everyone expected him to take that step this season. Even in the summer at Melbourne um, uh, International Champions Cup friendlies that Spurs had, he was brilliant, and everyone thought, "Oh, hello, we're actually you know maybe going to get." a Eden Hazard style player, one that's actually going to light the kind of Premier League, uh, you know, light it up, but he just didn't, he scored on the opening day at Everton, uh, header, which was unusual, um, and it just never kicked on, lots of little niggling kind of injuries, and Pochettino had this strange thing at the start of the season where he used him in the European and Cup games, which I think shocked everyone, they kind of thought, well, he should be a guaranteed starter, but whether he started the whole squad rotation thing really early this season I don't know but I think that affected Lamella as well
0: You, you mentioned obviously how Lamella could potentially impact on, on Deli Alli it's it's just under I believe just under two years since mm. the deal was finalised for him to well sign from MK Dons before heading back there for the rest of the season um, Spurs have had previous I mean for every Deli Alli there's also a Gilberto but Spurs have had some success with deadline day signings. I mean, they—Rafael Van der Vaart springs to mind Hugo Lloris as well. Uh, obviously, both in the summer window, but there is—you know—Spurs have previous for getting the right players in on deadline day.
2: We do, yeah. they certainly do. I mean, Van der Vaart is the one that all, all fans remember. It was a summer, summer deadline day, but you know, that one. I think there's been so many years where there's been rumours of... I think Torres was the one that used to stick around. Oh, Fernando Torres is coming to Spurs every single deadline day. And then suddenly the van der Vaart one happened and it was like, oh my God. Like a genuine world-class player, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose Deli Alli was almost a bit of a kind of like a sleeper transfer in a way that people knew he was talented but no one quite knew how big he was going to be. But uh, yeah, I mean they are, I would say, probably in the minority. When it comes to deadline-dose signing, Spurs probably go the other way, <laughs> with is some absolute shock. Well, as I say, I've
0: got I've got on my notes here, um, for every deli Alley there is also Gilberto, but then you could add to that that 2005-06 was the one that stuck out to me um, mostly. You've got Jermaine Genius arriving,
2: Gregor's Raziak, remember oh, that one?
1: Wow. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was a striker we needed.
1: Sorry, I've, I've uh, sorry for the listeners, could we point out that you have... Raziak and then in brackets, bloody hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fun memories, yeah. fun yeah. memories. I think we can gloss over that one, <laughs> can't we?
0: Um, and Lee Young Pio also arrived. He wasn't. We, he
2: turned out to be all right. Yeah, he
0: was all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I guess. I guess it it is going to be tough to improve this team. I Saturday felt like a bit of a a wake up call in some mm. respects. I think for I think for so. Spurs, I think it was, mm. you know. A kick up the backside, maybe some of those squad players needed having a, a competitive Wickham team come come to the lane and really take the game to Spurs. Um, but again, they found the way to win, and that's kind of indicative at the moment of what Pochettino's instilled in these players. It
2: is, but the doubters will say it was only once Deli Ali and Mr Dembele came off and that's the thing I think it shook Pochettino a little bit I think he you know even in the press conference straight after the game he was saying you know players are brought into Tottenham they should be able to play for Tottenham doesn't matter what game it is and if they can't play in a game like this i.e. against a League 2 side and his actual words were, they'll have a problem so I it's I think there's I think the summer the summer is probably the one where some of these fringe players are going to have to have up their game in these next four months, otherwise, yeah, there could be a few departures.
0: And just briefly, folks, what what do you, how what do you think Spurs will do in the summer? I mean, obviously, that seems an age away now, and it you know plenty can happen between now and, and May. But at the same time, f- fans, as we as we know, will as soon as 11 p.m. passes this evening, the natural kind of thought process will turn towards the summer and what happens, who's going, who's who's staying, who's coming. It, do you think Pochettino's maybe already outlined his, or beginning to outline his, his plans for the summer and that's possibly why he's not been tempted to dip into the market?
2: I think so. I think so. He hasn't kind of stopped going on about how difficult the January market is for him in terms of he's got these... It's only four months to get his philosophy into their head before the end of the season. It's just not enough time. Um, I, I don't think... I think last summer there were no big signings and I don't think that will change with the stadium coming. I think it will be... Not bargains, but the same kind of model of young players. It can improve. I mean, or Victor Wanyama reportedly was only nine million, which is now probably one of the bargains of last summer. And I think it will be something. I think it's Cessignon, You know, I, th- I think that's probably more likely to be a summer signing. Um, there's always talk of Isco from Real Madrid, but I, I that old do chest exactly. <laughs> I do wonder whether that's one of those mega deals that just might not ever happen. But uh, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't need tweaking too much. These players are so young and they're only going to get better.
1: Kev, what, what do you think Spurs need? I think what Spurs need is to hold on to Harry Kane and Dele Alli for dear life. Um, there's a lot of rumours linking them away this summer. Alice is getting very sad as I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> Tetchy, I think, maybe. But yeah, I, I, I think Alice is right. They, what they have at the moment is they've got Ericsson, Kane and Ali are three very, very, very good players that I think any team would be happy to have. Um, maybe add some depth at centre-back. There's, you know, Toby's last name, unpronounceable, <laughs> and Jan Vertongheny. They're both good players, but they're both getting on a bit. Um, and someone to back up Kane properly. I quite like Son. I think he's a very good player. Uh If Janssen can make the step up, like you keep, Alistair keeps telling us he will. He will. uh, Or Rodriguez comes in. It's Spurs, and I know that you're not going to like this, but you're going to need to look slightly, just a few kilometres over to Arsenal for some inspiration because. But we want to earn trophies. Well, (laughs) when was the last time you did? because you're going to have to look at what Arsenal did when they moved to the Emirates and you're going to have to really pinch your pennies especially now that the market's inflated even more I know that there's more TV money but the transfer fees are so much larger Spurs have done a very good job uh, over the years of finding good bargains but they've also blown a lot of money on a lot of players who weren't any good and they really need to balance that better because they're not going to have the space to make mistakes anymore when they move into the new stadium. So I think the priority for Spurs really has to be is just maintaining the squad and helping it grow under Pochettino because he's a very, very good coach. Mm. And if, if they can do that, then they have uh, a team that can win trophies.
0: And just to wrap things up, obviously deadline day was always going to be the primary focus, but there is a match tonight, <laughs> um, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, Sunderland away how do you see that going obviously David Moyes has been frustrated in his kind of failure to strengthen them um, obviously the wake up call on Saturday but you'd expect this to be a fairly routine win wouldn't you
2: you'd hope so you'd hope so I think the Wickham thing even though some of the obviously the main players weren't involved was probably a good kick out the backside Just a couple of days before this, and Pochino also said that as well in his press conference that you know it's a similar situation. Spurs are the favourites, they can't relax, they've got to kind of see it through. and I think we're also also going to benefit from the fact that Sunderland have made a couple of signings and uh, Gibson obviously, but they can't play, it's too late. So essentially, they've lost Van Arnholt, and they can't. Some would argue that
1: they can't play at all.
2: so, yeah, I mean, he's got... Whereas on the flip side, Spurs have got their kind of trio back. Alderweireld, Kane and Rose have all uh, recovered from their knocks. And
1: um, they should see it out. They really should. Yeah, Pochettino should resign if they don't win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it should, it should be pretty straightforward. If they are to have any sort of title aspirations, this is a game where they need to win. Um, you know, it's, can they do it on a cold, wet night in Stoke is kind of you know it's, it's a bit the same as the cold wet night in Sunderland they really anything less than three points is unacceptable for Spurs mm-hmm. tonight I think everyone would agree with that
0: yeah. you won't forgive me for this lads but I'm, I'm looking for predictions so there, neck on the line Sunderland v Spurs
1: what do you think?
2: 2-0 oh, uh, two goals from Harry
1: Kane Kev? I'm going to say 3-0 do I have to say the score is? Uh, I will say Two from Kane And one from Brittangen
2: Who's uh, Out injured He's injured, He's is he? He is then, injured. then it's 4-0 To Sunderland
1: <laughs> uh, I, think, I think You'll get A set-piece goal In there as well okay. I don't think Sunderland Have a very good Set-piece defence hmm.
0: For the record For what it's worth Not very much Presumably <laughs> um, I, I, no, I can see them Coasting it I think 3-0 Easily um, And I think Expect Kane To be on the Score sheet as well Um okay. That just about wraps things up uh, for the opening of Win The Spurs podcast. Um, we'll be back next week with our second edition. And for all the latest Spurs transfer deadline day activity, head to www.football.london, also on Twitter and Facebook at that address as well. Um, and yeah, we'll see you soon. Thanks very much. Goodbye.